0: This is the conversation with my very good friend, Sumam Deshpande. He is a student of Engineering and Sciences. In this conversation, we will discuss on various things from Engineering, Sciences to the Politics, Human Mind and other collective observations. Please note that whatever topics that we discuss here are subject to our personal opinions. We do not intend to harm to anyone's feelings nor promote any ideology. Wish you a good listening experience. Let's start with the basic question of engineering and what you feel about engineering. Since you are in the engineering field, I am interested in understanding what do you think of engineering as a field and what do you see other people thinking about
1: engineering? so Basically, um, what other people usually imagine as what an engineer does is, uh, but it's a very broad field. But you, I think, from the interactions I have had up till now, people imagining imagine an engineer as either a software engineer who is just uh, sitting on his laptop and doing some work or an actual hands-down engineer uh, like a mechanical engine but there are there is uh the engineering field is more broad than that um what i think about engineering was right so yes engineering is basically observing the world finding a problem and solving that problem from the knowledge you have gathered from observing the world. Hmm. nothing more nothing less
0: yeah what uh, really interested in you to pursue engineering i mean in fact i'd like to uh, mention a point that Recently in Alex uh, Friedman podcast, Kanye West said that every uh, newborn should be first uh, told a line that you are a being with an engineering opportunities before you. And he further stated that uh, engineering should be the only thing that should be taught in uh, schools as a you know, learner in that field or a person of uh, great mind into it. What do you think of this statement in general? And also furthermore that why did you choose
1: engineering? Well, uh, my passion is is not engineering, I think. Uh, although I have not discovered it yet, but I think it's not engineering. Interesting. Uh, what I think about what my passion is that I think I just like learning about the world, but just learning about the world isn't that stimulating for me. So whenever I gain some knowledge, whether it be, be whether it be of calculus or mechanics or any kind of engineering knowledge, I want to apply it in some way to play around with it. And, uh, Engineering syllabus uh, across the country don't usually cover it in that manner, in the manner which I want to learn, Hmm. but it's the closest thing I have to what I want to do.
0: Understanding about the world that you mentioned right now, what separates Hmm. engineering from learning physics or other sciences?
1: to the field of pure sciences Hmm. he can only excel Well, there is no such thing as excelling in pure sciences if you ask me but uh, from the perspective of the other people in the world Hmm. that person can only excel if the only thing on his or her mind is that subject so if you are pursuing uh, a pure science degree in quantum mechanics or something like that, then that that must be the only thing in your mind that that you should be only thinking about that and that will will give you success. You will discover something or something like that. Your research paper will be research papers will be intriguing uh they will be used in uh technological advance advancements and so
0: are you implying in other words if i'm understanding <laughs> right that studying that kinds of narrows your thinking yes that that's what i'm saying that
1: okay. uh, only people only the people who are very interested in these particular subjects should go to pure sciences. I mean, that, at least that's what I think. And I've met such people. Alright. The short span of short short life I've had. <laughs> and nice. they are truly geniuses, I mean. Yeah, of but, course. I mean... But the drawback is that there is nothing
0: else on their mind. You, you can only talk to them or have a conversation with them about these things and nothing nothing else so well there can be a debate on that like if it is really uh, you know it's whether it is good or not because it's kind of an addiction but it gives rise to something really beautiful uh,
1: the output isn't at least nowadays as good as it used to be like. If n number of people are uh, going into some particular pure science field and the number of uh, let's not limit it to research paper, but the number of theories and research papers and uh, designed experiments all combined are, they are not that rewarding. At least that's what I think that. Yeah. We could focus all that brain power somewhere else and that will be more beneficial
0: to us. That's really right. So is that the new frontier? Like the perhaps at the latter part of second world war or at the time of World War One and World War Two, it was the physics or sciences that marched forward and now. Yeah, they were booming fields. Yeah.
1: I don't know because I am not that well versed in well Indian history also, but history of any kind and especially of the whole world. All right. If you are considering world wars, mm-hmm. but I don't know what the uh, social dynamic was or the way people used to think at that time, but. That certainly played a factor in our advance- advancements and uh, thinking processes, maybe. Our understanding of physics today. What?
0: Thinking processes, maybe. Because the way. Yeah, thinking processes presented. were different. and. Mm. Let's come to the question of uh, social media and uh, social networks. According to you, what environment or what system allows us humans to connect to the world in a better way
1: well, you probably have heard about this but we can if there is such a thing as a good relation well uh, let's start from uh, the basics if we make a graph and there is some line which we can define uh that is parallel to the x axis. Mm. Okay. Mm. And on the y axis you are measuring good and bad. So if uh something is above that line, if the graph plotted is above that line then the then whatever the graph Whatever the graph is, we consider it good. Okay. Hmm. So good relations. If we could plot that mathematically in some way, but right now I just can't imagine how we will do that, but if hypothetically we could do that, then a person can only maintain good relations with about 150 people okay
0: and
1: not more
0: interesting statistics right
1: there so uh everything else is just i'm not i'm not talking about uh i i mean i'm stressed I am putting a constraint on what constitutes as a relation here. I mean, relation as in only person to person relation. Like we know each other. We are friends. You know me. I know you. But you know Kanye West. Kanye West doesn't know. So I'm not constituting that as a relation.
0: Right. That's a very right point that you put out here because perhaps in my opinion, the social media or the, you know, social networks somehow perhaps complicated the system here because, you know, what we used to think of teacher yeah, and I mean, let's look at the example of teacher and student relationship, right? So if you just look out to the YouTube or any other learning platform that teachers create a lot of mess in the students' minds that... A teacher shouldn't, rather, a teacher is like a friend and teacher is not strict in some cases. But that teacher and student relationship is not, you know, uh, is, it, it's not maintained there.
1: It's becomes either something more or something less than what it ideally should be.
0: Yes. So uh, the real question here is. There
1: is too much distance between the two or it is,
0: enough distance is not met, right? yeah. Yeah. So the, the real question I wanted to, I mean, uh, imply right here was that, what, what is deviating? Yeah. I mean, what is the thin line that is missed in this large clutter? According to you.
1: Hmm? you repeat
0: that, please? What is a thin line of deviation from goodness? that is lost in this clutter of big networks big data and big complications
1: so um, since i don't have to at least i was going to say monthly or daily basis but at least on monthly basis i don't have to interact with you I don't have to see your face I don't have to talk to you see what's going on in your life Mm -hmm. if that if I don't have to do that that I can just be honest about my opinion of you in front of the world without knowing you Mm -hmm. so that happens uh constantly on when the social network is bigger then uh, also the big social networks have their advantages and this is not the only factor which uh i'm considering when uh something is deviating from the that Line which constitutes as good, but I think it's one of the major factors that since I don't have to, at least on the personal level, I think I don't have to face the consequences of saying anything about a third person who I'm never going to probably beat. I can just be
0: Honest and not polite. Hmm. This is uh, also a point I want to talk about to most people. I mean, even in general parlance, I talk about this thing that is, uh, you know, the distinction between anonymousness and pseudonymousness. That uh, even mm. you know, mm. we used to uh, create gamer IDs or we used to create our google accounts when our age was not right i mean i mean okay now we are from 2004 but we used to you know type 1998 or something like that and there was no verification system right and even now it is not right there so that's okay that's the one part but the you know commentary you can do anonymously and pseudonymously so, according to me, anonymousness is something that is uh, you are making yourself a whole different person. But when you are using pseudonymous, you are being yourself, but you are using a different name, like you you know do in Discord type. But uh, recently, you know the f- friends of mine who use Instagram, they told me that they use their normal Instagram as you know daily basis what they see, what they do not see. and uh, and the content they want to choose to see on daily basis. And there is another thing that is uh, uh, that, that another account that they use to, you know, just post about themselves. So there are these two types that in one, they represent themselves as they are. And other thing, they perhaps they want to be something like that. Or perhaps they want to show the world how they are. So there is a very concerned point here. Don't you
1: think? No, I don't think it's, I mean, what you are eventually getting at is whether the social media networks, whether people should be active as they currently are on these social media networks. That's what you are getting at, right? Yeah and whether they should behave the way they are behaving. Uh, I don't think it's that big of a problem because eventually everything will be weeded out, everything that is poisonous or contagious or whatever whatever the appropriate word would be here. all those types of interactions and people will be weeded out of these platforms. Because I think generally speaking, any average person in the world is a good person. Hmm. So they have, they are sensible, they know what is good and not. So, if you let people speak whatever they want to, an average person should be able to realize whether that speech was good or and if a person is only spouting bad bad shit on these platforms then the average person should be able to realize that Yeah, this this is just toxic. This is not good for the community. And that person will be somewhat ostracized till he comes back to his senses. So I think we just let people talk the way they want to. And it's a slow process, but eventually everyone would come to the same line of thought It that is that's what ideally should happen and even if there are major ups and downs like if you look at the political state of well uh not asian countries but european or uh, north american countries then you'll realize that there's a big divide between their right and left yes so to the extent that they don't even want to speak with each other. And that to a large extent is caused by social media. But I just think it's just one of those downs and a big down, but they will get back up eventually.
0: Yeah, it is. uh, I mean, it's resonating a very positive message here and yeah of course i mean even the users of social media platforms and the social media companies especially have great responsibility in showing what they are actually doing with the data and what uh, products they are making available to the users so of course the buyer should be aware as per the law and uh, i mean i understood the point of uh, person being aware and uh, having Uh, the conviction on that person himself that he should not be doing anything toxic or restraining himself from any toxicity. That part I can understand. But what do you think is the uh, role of AI here? Because you cannot beat the machines, right? Mm.
1: So you're asking... What the role of AI which
0: um so yeah because the data or the general models of these companies is the showing of I mean they show the relevant content that you see like even if you do not see anything I mean just try signing off your google account and look at youtube it will show the popularized and the most watched content so it is not the case that every person in the you know in the particular region that the social media company is focusing that they show the average of what it is watched in general in that region so I mean mm-hmm. we have talked this earlier that social media should be like a library and not every sh- book should be open it should be closed library and uh, the person entering should choose what book they want to see and not what librarian wants them to read mm-hmm. so uh, here are the library is AI which is very concerning
1: but that's the case now is it not the person who wants to view the person who is the person who enters the library as a reader has a choice to decide what he wants to read the librarian just recommends the books I mean except for TikTok that's generally the case for yeah most social media platforms yes it's just that we don't want to be I think uh, I don't mean to speak for everyone else in the world but at least for Indians and uh, Indians of our generation we are bothered with a lot of things like studying, getting good marks and all that, so we don't particularly want to, when we go on the social media platforms, we don't particularly feel the need to search for something. We just want to waste our time to tune out of reality for a bit. Yeah. So that's why we just go with what the librarian recommends.
0: That's a good now, line that you use, tune out of reality.
1: Now. Case could be made that uh, the librarian here is still in control because uh, he is recommending what you read, but that's only because you are letting him take
0: that control. You have, you still have the power to yes, in any case, you have it
1: that back power. from him, and you read whatever the book, whatever book you want, and search for whatever. Which you feel like
0: you want to read but that depends on you yeah of course I mean in any case you have that power to read what book you want yeah
1: that's what I'm saying that you are giving that power to the library you can just take it back you can just read what you really want to read rather than
0: going off the right, librarian's recommendations uh, and speaking of books I mean I uh, i am just recollecting the words from uh, you know Homo this that knowledge is equal to experiences multiplied by sensitivity so perhaps that equation uh, shall continue
1: I've only read Sapiens I haven't read
0: Okay. I mean it's uh, equation there that knowledge is equal to Uh, ...experiences multiplied by sensitivity. I mean, it makes you think... ...but it's probably right... ...when we, you know, go deep into... What's
1: sensitivity here, define... ...what sensitivity constitutes as here?
0: I mean, sensitivity, I mean, the... ...you know... ...perhaps the interest or... ...things that catch you up... ...or things that you go mad... ...like it may be in your case understanding how world works through the lenses of engineering if that makes you mad mm. then perhaps that you know that is the sensitivity index mm. so maybe we can define okay. the sensitivity through that lenses
1: mm.
0: yeah
1: that seems reasonable
0: mm. do you believe in god
1: I'm somewhat certain of a creator, but I don't have a particular inclination towards
0: any religion. What do you think of it and how is it perceived through others?
1: Do we really want to? Okay. Um. Well, I think people think that God is a conscious being. And he. Do you know what the Laplace's demon is? Mm. Yeah, people think he's somewhat of that, but he also created the I think that's what people think of it, of God as. But it needn't be. God needn't be conscious, or it might be something which we cannot define it. We ourselves cannot define consciousness, because we are conscious. Hmm. But maybe God is something, maybe He's above a level, or below a level, or maybe there are no levels and is complete, do you feel it's like, un- yeah. the definition so. of God would be something undefinable that created the universe
0: just to settle the argument of it okay. just to settle the argument of it the definition of God
1: yes
0: do you argue with people because I mean in maybe in certain cases. Uh, it's quite uh, natural for any uh, follower of natural sciences, that is physics or engineering, to uh, go hand go you know go with fights with those who believe in God. I mean, it's good ground for uh, big arguments. I don't know. I mean,
1: I I didn't go into pure sciences this field of your sciences, particularly because I didn't want to spend the rest of my life researching. I wanted to use the knowledge that I will gain the degree that, whatever degree I'll be doing in the next four years. But if I had went to that field and by luck, because I know I'm not a genius enough of a genius to discover something important, in something revolutionary in those fields. But by luck, if I had done that and that deviated from the religious teachings of the current religions, I don't think I'll be and I'll be scared for my life, but I don't think I'll be particularly bothered by what those religious groups think of. And I'm not saying that religious groups are aggressive or something like that, but there are ideologues in every group and ideologues are a real problem. Yes, they take. Extreme stances of their ideology. And I'll be scared of the ideologues, not those religions, because from my point of view, from what I have understood, religions are pretty peaceful.
0: Yes, perhaps it is a cult or the uh, problems in communications of ideas that flow through the community that give rise to these conflicts.
1: Yeah, you, you have read Sapiens, right? Yes. So, yeah, Nova Harari said that uh, the fact I mentioned about the 150 50 people, that thing, that mm-hmm. I, I probably I think it's in Sapiens. Yeah. And Rari said further on that, that if you want to build a community, a, the community and the society that we have built now, if you want to do that, then you cannot, since we cannot exceed a community of more than 50 people, mm-hmm. what we could do instead is believe that let's say there is a community of uh, 2,000 people, then if every individual in that community believes that every other individual in that community believes in something that they themselves believe in, then they'll likely trust that individual, even if they don't know him Hmm. personally. And that thing which everyone in the community believes in, religion
0: is a very good substitute or well it, it was the first thing i think that or it is the first that thing that allowed or is it the first thing uh, like social media that, that allowed, allowed multiple uh, yeah right multiple groups to be connected to each other yeah
1: yes so that's why i think religion is a very good mm. i
0: for mean
1: for our society even now because we although we have made progress and we don't need to believe in religions because we have democracy or communism or socialism or capitalism to substitute for religion. Still, religion has pretty solid grounds. I don't think religion is a bad thing or anything. I just... The more people believe in something, some ideology I don't again I don't think religion is an ideology but but as more and more people start to believe in something it can turn into an ideology and the more people believe in some ideology the more extreme ideologues of that ideology will there will be so that's a problem yeah. There are extreme Hindu wadis, all that extreme yes. people on the Christian side, Judaism, Islam, all that. That's that's bad for society. Yeah,
0: I mean, everyone should be, should I mean, the word should should not be used here but maybe, I mean, perhaps, but everyone should be allowed to practice whatever religion they want but not to the extremities of it that it affects or it puts harm in anyone else's freedom
1: that's true but we cannot micromanage that right
0: yeah at an or at institutional level you cannot manage or the government shouldn't manage because the role of government is to regulate I mean the only uh, role of government is the regulation here if you are thinking in terms of uh, you know capitalistic markets or economies so uh, just to uh, just to pinpoint about this topic is that or the leading that discussion even further do you do you find yourself finding these uh, logics strings or perhaps the philosophy from your way of thinking from learning from engineering or sciences or in other words the way you talked or or in specific terms or in uh, specific flow is it because of the way you think in solving problems of engineering or the real world problems of sciences
1: so you're asking if the line of thought that i have yeah could only only the people who have are in STEM fields can have this line of thought or sim- a similar line of thought that's
0: what you are asking right yes I mean in in particular your case I'm asking but uh, I mean you can also further extend that to that, uh, that question um uh,
1: no because there is um there are two things, I think, which fulfill a person. It's his or her passion. And some the thing which they do, which when they do, they forget that there is no difference between existing and not existing. Right. These are the two things. Most people usually build their career in the latter the, not passion the, the phrase that I use and that can change at different points in a person's life but a passion is more like interest yeah? so. If even if I or anyone was into, into art or into history or something like that and that's what they're pursuing their career in. As long as they were interested about the world they would they would learn this they would would explore, explore the minds of other people in the world. They will try to, what I'm basically saying is as long as you're interested in something and truly from the bottom of your heart, you're interested in something. You can be a genius at it. There is no such thing as a natural born genius. Mm. Like I uh, said earlier, the people who are like extremely smart, I think, of course, genetics plays a role, but I think they are mostly considered smart because that's the only thing that they think of. So if you are smart in mathematics, mathematics requires logic. So naturally you are considered smart because you use that logic in every other aspect of life as well. And that's the case with STEM fields. So I agree that maybe STEM field, there's a good case to be made that STEM fields or should be uh, of higher priorities in mm-hmm. our societies than any other field but yes, I don't think you need to pursue a career in STEM fields to have good logic or good line of thought or a good mindset over the
0: it's just the passion that should make yes. a man at yeah. Yeah.
1: Passion make it ma- Not matters. Mm. So Passion make it person
0: <laughs> Yeah I mean uh, Even To bring that to even Grounder level you know In Indian mindset When person goes out of school And starts to think about Getting into the colleges The most of things That students are told, even from the schools, is that what, I mean, what are the opportunities? You know, you do you remember that uh, three circles that we used to do? The first is the opportunity, second is the skills you have, and the third is what you like. And you have to find something that is between all three circles. That is absolutely mm-hmm. weird and wrong thing to do. Why? Because as you said if you have passion you will find a way you don't you don't even you don't you should not look out into the you know open markets like okay this field is dead this field is dead you know the mechanical engineering the job in lots of engineers are out of the job and all these things and therefore the field is wrong this line of thinking is bad and what you should advise other person if you are advising someone if you are in the in the shoes of teachers perhaps your job is to show what things are out there and let the student explore what he really is passionate about so what you're basically
1: saying is that to make good citizens and good people in society. We
0: or good societal structure, you can say. Or good societal structure. We should
1: change the way children are taught. Yes. And let them explore and all that. I mean, it's it's possible, and it sounds good on paper, but it's hard to implement. You can do it on a small scale, like if you establish a small university. Or now, let's take the example of IITs or NIDs, then only select few people can get it. But once you get in, you, the way they teach, the way they challenge your mind, the way they are always picking on your mind, that's, that makes, after those four years, you are, that makes you a good citizen. Interesting. And it is, it is done on small scales, but It's very
0: difficult to implement on a larger scale. Yeah. Even when you want to solve any problem, it is very hard to ask what is the right question. Mm. One of the one of such questions is is there a unified field theory? And it's a very fascinating topic. And I mean is it can there really be anything like that or are we chasing any mirage?
1: Like I said, I'm not pursuing uh, hmm.
0: my degree in your sciences. I do like the field of, physics,
1: yeah. of quantum physics and all that. And I'm uh, trying to learn and understand to the extent I can but I don't think I'm qualified to talk about unified tell theory my knowledge isn't deep enough Alright. And
0: let's uh, go to the topic of law and politics now Einstein hmm. or Oppenheimer did not think in their early ages or early uh, you know stages of exploration that one day their work will kill millions of human beings uh, in the you know development of atomic bombs and i mean as they picked in the eras of world war ii where do you think uh, you pose your stand when the development of field is in the interests of political gains
1: Uh, Could you repeat that,
0: please? Where do you pose your stand when the development of the field is in the interest of political gains? In other words, there are lots of political interests rather than uh, the loving factor that drives or pushes the frontier of that field. Mm.
1: If I were to ask, would you say that we are at a very peaceful time, considering the history of humanity? We are living in a very peaceful time. If you think that, um, and if you compare that with what, not technological advancements, but what advancements we have made in pure physics, then you'll realize that if blood is, if blood is being spilled, Only then... How do I phrase this?
0: You can take your time.
1: Only when the streets are red is when we discover something new about the world. I mean, it's it's just a statistical observation I don't mean to say that we cannot progress without war Hmm. but statistically that just seems to be the case right
0: I mean the data shows that but it is not necessarily the right thing that one should focus on. I mean, if you want to develop science, you should not, you know, call off a war with another country. I mean, that would be crazy.
1: But I'm not saying that, I'm just saying. Adversity makes a great excuse. Yeah. To look at the world in a hope of survival. To look at the world with a new hope, new angle, with the hope of survival. Hmm.
0: You know, in 1947 we got independence. 75 years are now passed and Rishi Sunak became the 5th UK Prime Minister in last 6 years and ironically the person of mm-hmm. Indian origin will now be looking after the regulations of United Kingdom the question mm-hmm. is about the law above the borders I mean do you think in effect whatever going on between Russia or Ukraine and India, China India and Pakistan etc. should settle as law above the orders or I mean, law above the order, borders, or the separate uh, laws, and the, uh, I mean, giving importance to borders above the law.
1: Could you repeat that?
0: I mean, what are your views in front of, you know, wars and politics? I mean, uh, whatever conflicts arise, I mean, these are the obviously battles of governments. And governments are the representatives of the country, and innocent people Uh die in the process, like what is happening Uh now between Russia and Ukraine. There are the conflicts between the leaders, leaders' mindset, and in effect, just to suppress the other persons rather other countries' representatives' ideas or the decisions, the other party that is the opposing country drops bombs on the civilian states who really didn't contribute in anything excepting choosing their leader, which was even not every person. If in the capitalist system, if if we if, if, if we consider like that perfect capitalistic system, then in that case, normal civilians should not be harmed. If you have problem with the representative of that government uh, i mean then yeah the representative of the government then you should take a debate on that person's ideologies you should not drop bombs on civilians so that matter is easy to discuss as we are discussing right now but in more broader and realistic terms it cannot be settled likewise or perhaps in the given system, even, I mean, the system that we have built in whatever whatever years humanity has survived, whatever system we have come up to, it is very hard to build that kind of ease to solve the problems. So, I mean, turning back to my question, uh, should these uh, the conflicts should be settled as a law above the order borders or not?
1: Well, I'm not well versed in how the administrations of countries work or how the military functions in any country. Considers himself not complete patriot, but at least someone who would, who could, would proudly say that they love their country. And the only reason why politicians or any administrative authorities in power is because we give them that power, right? Yeah. So you are asking if innocent civilians should get hurt the the reason i'm not saying they should get hurt in a war between countries but they they are responsible because they believe that their administration represents their country even if Give me a minute. To
0: yeah, sure. Please.
1: Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is that, although not always, but most of the times, so whenever a decision is made any kind of decision by the administrative authority of a country then that decision is made like I said most of the times because if there was such a system that we could uh take opinions of every individual in the country on a certain topic and we could somewhat average out those opinions Mm. then the result we would get would be the same result that would be the same decision that the administrative authority took on that subject so I'm I'm, I'm not saying that innocent civilians getting hurt or anything is good or bad. I'm just saying that even if you didn't uh, support a certain decision and it led to war, you are still responsible for that decision because you live in that country because you didn't persuade enough people you weren't you couldn't see that decision decision would lead to or even if you could see you didn't give your all to stop that bill from passing so if if a conf- the conflict between two or more countries uh, is to be settled by war, then I think the civilians of that country did play a part to, for their nation to lead up that
0: one. in other words a country is collectively represented by the persons after all and not the uh, not the all power is in the hands of government in that case what should be the framework of government according I mean if we just try to try to create a law out of an air which I think is possible like if you ask any man of I mean, any man of any ordinary prudence that, what should what what are the, what according to you is good thing and what according to you is bad thing, the general educated opinion will be same. Likewise, it mm. perhaps is the case mm. of law. So what do you think is the uh, accurate or perhaps viable structure of a government? and their role
1: um if possible i would like to avoid this question because of few reasons like i haven't really thought about it i mean i have but i haven't reached a good Conclusion in my mind
0: yet about this You can um, speak out your mind Oh I don't huh? You are free to speak your mind Even if it is in rot state
1: If I were to speak uh, About this I see. well, I think that whatever law or administration we put in place, it should be such that it is somewhat automatic. Interesting. The influence of uh, any person in that process process should be left to minimum. Like, let's say there is someone who committed murder or robbery, then the pro the due process will be first. Catch that person that, that is done by the police. Then to judge or, yeah, judge the person that is done through the process of law and, and then to punish him. And that punishing is done by the jailers and the wardens and Okay, I uh, I understand that I went um my words weren't very Maybe I'm just sleepy, but okay. So what I mean to say is that there is a lot. There is a lot of uh, there are a lot of places in this process where which which are in the hands of single individuals or a group of individuals individuals and they can hinder with the process for their own gain Hmm. so we should make these processes as
0: automated we should make these
1: processes so that
0: as automated, we can make them. Am I audible? Hello? Um. Should it be automated? mm.
1: That isn't exactly what I, uh, the reason why I went on this somewhat of a rant is because I wanted to avoid that word.
0: Hmm, yeah, I can understand.
1: But, no, but that isn't exactly what I mean. But yeah, I guess S- somewhat tight.
0: I want to ask you about money. What is money to you, and what do you think of it?
1: Money. Money is just a way of expressing competence. And competence of individuals in a society
0: very beautifully put
1: i mean that's what it ideally should
0: in a broad scale the more what in a broad scale or in a short scale because when you talk about competency i mean when you go into the stores and you know give money to buy some goods Mm -hmm. and it you rarely think of competency right mean, it's very interesting that you said that money represents competency
1: because well let's say you design a product and you are selling that product the person who designed that product if that product is really needed or very useful it will have a high demand and that that person will get rich so he was competent to realize what was needed and to fix that problem using the product that he did now he doesn't personally sell those products right he goes to the shipping companies then production makers and all then the reason by the production makers, the shipping companies and the merchants. The reason why I think they are allowed to profit from this is because they were competent enough to first realize that this is a good product to sell and produce. Second is that an idea It's just an idea. They are materializing that idea and providing its gain to the society. So they are competent enough to do that. Mm -hmm. And the amount of money they receive for their service is proportional to how competent they are. How good the product is and how easily they have made the product available.
0: Interesting. We started off with questions regarding engineering and somehow delved into the, you know, lots of big topics. I want to ask you this last question, uh, mm. which is perhaps not so easy, but. If I ask you to quantify one question that feels, will give you answer to all the questions you wonder about, what would that question be? Like, how does the world work? Wow, that came out pretty fast. Hmm. How does the world work? Like
1: you previously said, the unified field theory, right? So... It's basically just a formula, with which, if we use it with enough computational powers, we, with which we can answer every problem in the world. That's the unified field theory. Let's say there's some girl, and you want to know if uh you like her you want to know if she likes you back you just input the data and you can get the answer for that you want to know who will be the president in twenty eighteen uh sorry twenty twenty eight you just input the data and you will get the answer for that that's there. interesting i mean that's not exactly it but yeah of course when you when we say when we say this or that
0: it doesn't very romanticize that fact of what it can be well do you have any notes or things that you want to put out before we end this conversation for listeners I'm sorry that I wasn't
1: um very concise and good with my words, but if I could say anything to the listeners, it would be that uh, whatever problems you're facing, you most likely have the potential in you to deal with those. The problems that I was facing up till now weren't very, I mean, I wouldn't be that proud to say out loud that I t- see that I tackled these problems, but I had the potential in me to solve them and somehow managed to do it and so can
0: that's great thank you so much for doing this
1: thank you for having me